Okay, so episode 209, Atonement, right? Yep. Okay, that's where we, that's where we are. Uh, Okay, so I'm going to pull up the notes. Basically, the plot starts with the team leaving again. Um, And for just as much very good, solidly reasoned reason as last time, except they added in that apparently last time off screen, Dick told them a lie. We didn't find out about it until now. Yeah, which is dumb because we we watched a whole episode to see what happened there and they left that out because they like to waste our time. Yeah. Why do we even need to see that if they weren't going to show us what the fucking problem was right they still didn't explain what it was he did in that episode we have to wait until now so we were like i thought they were mad because they didn't think he even went to the church but it turns out they were mad because he went to the church and he was already dead when he got there this is even stupider yeah because at least in this version of events like they're mad at him because it's quote unquote his fault because Jericho died protecting him. What they thought happened was he got to the church and Jericho was already dead when he got there. Now please tell me what in that version of events made y'all leave. Uh here's my question. If you because you're, you're so right. If if they all agreed to telling the truth and that the right thing was for him to go meet with his dad alone and then his dad killed him and Dick got to the church and he was already dead. Why are y'all mad at Dick? What? He, wait, 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 wait. this doesn't make sense. Wait, wait a minute. He just walked into a room. There's a dead kid. And everyone's like, fuck you, Wait a minute. They all agreed that was okay. So why were they pissed at him? Oh my God. (laughs) That doesn't make any sense. No, this makes even less sense with that addition. This makes less sense that they left the first time. Oh, wow. Okay. I, <laughs> oh, my God. I, You're the worst dick. This guy murdered his own son. You didn't even see it. You weren't you there. You're not even totally it. sure why. <laughs> so, so. How dare you? They're mad about the when? Like. Well, maybe Deathstroke wouldn't have murdered his kid if you didn't know him. Is that I, it? <laughs> these semantics. Like, what? <laughs> I'm so dumb. But what they thought was that Slade just straight murdered Jericho when he went to meet with him, and Dick just showed up and found a dead body, and that's why they were mad at Dick. I am, I am floored. This is so stupid. (laughs) Uh, (laughs) At least in in this episode, everyone could be like, oh, you didn't tell us the whole truth. This still doesn't actually make it Dick's fault, but you can at least argue that what they're mad about in this episode isn't that they think that his death was his fault. They're mad at him, like, telling telling the lie. But, like, in the five years ago flashback, who knows what the fuck they were mad at him for? We were confused. Remember on the podcast, I was like, I'm not entirely sure what the problem, like, I just couldn't And this episode understand. made it worse, because, like, we had guesses why they are mad. This episode confirmed what he told them off screen was, <laughs> I got there and he was dead, and that's what the fuck they were so mad at. <laughs> I can't. 
I cannot. I cannot. This is so Let's just move on because I can't even like, I can't even deal with it. It's just the dumbest thing ever. It just gets like dumber and dumber. Like the more they tell us about what happened. The worse they seem. The worse they seem as people. My God. Uh, So yeah, we have those three leaving. Yeah. And I mean, okay, Rose, don't know. Don't know what Sis's problem is. Because we don't know what anybody's problem is. Whatever. <laughs> I don't even understand Rose. I don't get what. I don't. Get I'm not it. even clear what Rose's motivation is. I like I don't even know what Rose wants. Like even if she was on cereal, I don't get it. And to not die, I guess I'm, sometimes. I'm like genuinely. I don't think I've ever been this <laughs> confused about a character's presence before. Like I, I genuinely remember how she dramatically stormed off a few episodes ago and was like. Fuck you, fuck them, fuck everybody. I'm out. You people are insane. And I, I did she just go downstairs and have more serious? She just went back to her room. But I, I just I wanna understand. Okay, so you hear part of the combo. And everybody's leaving like they seem to be very sure that what is going to happen when they leave is that slave is not going to try to kill them. Because remember, that's why they all congregated in the house to begin with, to be safe. Everybody's leaving like that's a non-issue. I don't know why nobody thinks that's an issue. Like, oh, like, oh, I guess we can just split up and like and leave now. We'll be fine. Why do you think you'll be fine? But going on that, that, going on that, they know there's a person messing with them. We didn't even continue yeah. on with the Jason thing, so they don't even realize it's not Jason. Dick didn't get to tell them about the pictures, so they don't. What the? Okay, okay. There's <laughs> and- a mole, and no one knows. This is dumb. Like, no one knows it makes because. Sense. Huh? Yeah, no one knows because um, they just said it's Jason. He tried to off himself. Thick pull him off the ledge. We don't see any of this on screen. And then they're just talking about the aftermath of the story. And I'm like, wait, what about the suicide attempt and the mole? And one of y'all are leaving yeah. with the mole right now. We don't know who it is. Like, All what? everybody talks about stuff that happened five years ago. Like last week, they weren't in mortal danger. <laughs> like there's been nothing to talk about that's happened in, within the last five years. To be frank, here's here's my thing, right? You have a present danger like that's happening right now. Yeah harping and crying and whining about the past and then running off in different directions doesn't make that any less real. They had no idea Slate's no. plan was to split them all up. He brought them all together, so his plan doesn't even make sense to me anyway. But I'm saying, no. as far as they know, he's still after them. And Slate doesn't say, it's over, I've won, until he's talking to Dick one-on-one after all of this. So it's not like Dick even told them. Like, they've had no... Slade ain't tell them he done. <laughs> they didn't know he's Slade done. didn't say, I don't want to kill you now. They didn't. And I can, can I just say Slade? Slade is really. Like, remember when Slade was trying to kill you, Rose? Remember that's why you were running and like, you know, Dick had to find you, passed out in the alley. And remember when they were like, oh, let's just give you back to Slade. And you were trying to fight your way out of the house and everything. Remember how that just happened? Slade? Remember that? Slade is, <laughs> is he stupid? Like, Okay, you're... <laughs> no, seriously. Okay, so his plan. Yes. We know his plan now. His whole plan was to have it completely isolated. 
literally motherfucker he was isolated last season that already happened <laughs> he was like i don't understand what you're doing like why would he why would like, he bring oh, them I all back to have together? your old friends back let me give your old friends all a reason to call you and come to your house what, what? okay they were all separated <laughs> i'm trying no. to understand this they weren't together anymore they weren't no. he pulled it's them together speaking terms like so i guess is he what he's saying is not so much the old team, but he's mad that there was the new team too. So he wanted the new team also away from him. That didn't even work because Gar didn't leave, and neither did Connor, and neither did Corey. So the new team has no reason to leave him. Up only, only, only Rachel left. So how did he win? What is he talking about? The old team was already away from him. What did yeah. he change? I'm, I'm losing my mind. <laughs> this makes absolutely no sense. Because, the, okay, so the reason that this is successful in getting the old team to leave is it's reminding them of, them of their shared past trauma that the new team doesn't have because it's not a shared trauma for them. Right. Like they have So no reminders of Jericho or Slade or any of that means anything to the new team right. at I, all. I think Rachel's more upset about being lied to than, oh my God, yeah. I cared so much about Jericho. She would have noticed too. That's not why she left. She's as upset because no. her dad lied. Um, yeah, and that you even saw that when she was in the car with Donna. Right, <laughs> like right. Donna was like, "Who does that? Who who like lets a kid dad, gets a kid killed and just doesn't tell anybody?" And Rachel's like, "Wait a minute, you didn't tell me either. Let me get out of this She's car." She's like, too. "Bitch, you do that. <laughs> you do it. It's you." <laughs> like I just stormed off because somebody lied to me. With somebody else that lied to me. What did I do, right. Rachel? Okay, let's move on, because I, I, my, just the sheer confusion of it all, we'll be talking about this for the whole two hours, just being how confused we are. So, next plot point is, um, Gar takes over the tower, and yeah. I just wrote that, real quick, I mean, there's not much more to say other than Gar is perfect, and I love him. He's so cute, he's like, like, oh god, he's great. Literally perfect. Like, God is just, he's just, just trying to be the sweetest guy that ever existed and do the parent trap on his parents like any decent child. And he's, like, so mature and understanding. And it's funny because it's like, okay, him and Jason and Rachel, they all do, like, these really rash things because they're kids. But when yeah. it comes to, like, emotional maturity, um, Rachel and Gar are, like, top tier. Like, they've got it. Yeah. Yeah. They've I got mean, it. I think that one of the things is they both have – We'll say flawed figures that raised them. So I think they have mm -hmm. a better understanding of folks ain't perfect than some of these other people. Right. Because they've, they've seen people, you know, they've been around people who Like, Gar knows that, like, you know, that homie, like, you know, saved his life and gave him these powers. And also entrapped him and used him for his own means and told everyone his life that he was dead. Like, he understands both of these things are true about right. the person that, like, created him. Rachel's mother, I think we can believe that she did care about Rachel, but she was also one of the many birds that was obsessed with some ancient man and was therefore a terrible mother. Like, right. I understand like, both of these things can be true. Right. So they understand what it's like to actually be around someone who is intentionally trying to hurt you. Um, yeah. So this is just nothing in comparison to 
Dick making a mistake and then, as Gar said, admitting it and apologizing for it. Like, what do you do after that? Never say sorry, none of them. Never. It's like, okay, this is what I'm not understanding. Yeah, they all really messed up, but I understand why they all messed up. And if you're willing to be like, okay, I did something that was morally wrong. I did it because I was acting on, you know, emotions. That's yeah. my fault. Um, I apologize. And I admit and the weird thing with this, what's next to do. And what's weird with this is that the specific thing that Dick did is the exact same thing as these other people that are mad at him with the same person under the same circumstance. Right. Like the thing that he did was getting involved with Jericho and getting to know him to get to Slade. That is no, that is the thing that the other people also did that Donna and Hank also did. It's not like, well, Dick did this thing. They did this other thing. They did the same thing. It's not even like, Oh, these are parallel or comparable situations. It's the same damn situation. Like, I don't know why everyone's acting like they weren't there. Like, and they didn't agree. It's weird. Like, I can see you feeling guilty and terrible about it. I mean, fair enough to say you should, but they don't. They just feel mad at him. Why don't you feel guilty and terrible? They should. And, and I'll say again. Like, if you think it's so bad, you should feel terrible. If you don't think it's that bad, why are you mad at Dick? Right. And, and. This is my thing. This is why I feel like Gar is so emotionally evolved, apparently, <laughs> because he understands the concept of intention. Yeah. Okay. No one was setting out with the intention of actually hurting Joey. That's not no. what happened. It's not what happened. The person who set out with the intention of killing and harming people is the one it's no not- one is blaming. Including the bird he's married to. There's so many birds in this show. You thought that we had enough. We got mm-hmm. robins. Caca, we got caca, hawks. We got doves. Everywhere. Just chickens and pigeons. Everywhere. All the birds. It's about to be bird season up here. I'm tired. Um, oh, so next plot point. Poor Fidei <laughs> gets taken over by Blackfire's hating ass. Okay. Oh boy, on one hand, I love this. On the other hand, I'm sad to lose Fidei because I just like him. I like, but, like him too. He's funny. <laughs> he's so funny. And like, he's like, cool. He's, he's got sense of humor. Like, I like him. He's cute. And then, but I also just loved how this played out because you could tell that as soon as he was like, you know, you shouldn't be so unforgiving. And I don't want all this random junk food. You know, Corey got it immediately. Like, when she started dragging Blackfire for Bill, I was dying. And she was like, well, at least manage the races. Oh, no, she never knew. We had to shorten the track. She didn't manage anything dragging. So rude. I love it. <laughs> and you could just see, like, and the actor's so good. You could just see it in his face. It's like, oh, God, I thought I at least mentioned that one physical trial. You could see right. Blackfire feel it. Like, he no, was just sitting there it. like, ain't this about a bitch? Like, she ain't even going to try to feel bad. <laughs> just drug, drug Blackfire. I was dying. Goodness. And then when they... And then, you know, when they get out to the where the ship is supposed to be and the ship explodes at that point, Corey's like, okay, fuck it, Blackfire, hi, how are you doing? Like, mm. you know, sorry for day, like, 
you know, clearly this is some technology she's familiar with because she picked up on it so quickly. Mm-hmm. And she said, you know, if there's any of you like left in there, I'm sorry. So I think it's safe to say that, you know, Corey is familiar with what happened to him, how it worked, and that it's not reversible. That is so concerning that you have technology that can do that. Um, <laughs> yeah. That is so not okay. All right. Especially since it was so easy to deploy. Just a slingshot right. and there you it's go. so you easy. Know. You slingshot little pebbles of purple matter and you're, you're, you hit them with some flubber and it's what over. What the hell? I... I don't know if I want to go to that planet. Like, what are y'all doing up there? Hope y'all wear some earmuffs or something. Good Lord. This is like invasion of the body snatcher type stuff. They're doing a lot. <laughs> Boy, and speaking of body snatchers, <laughs> let's get it to Adeline, Slade, Dick, and maybe Joey. <sighs> Did you want to talk about um, Hank and Don getting confronted first? Because that happened first. Oh, true, true, true. I always forget them. I should. I try. Um, so Hank and Don, they go on their little adventure together. Uh, one thing, nothing, nobody in this world needed was two white folks, no matter how nice, singing, ain't no mountain high enough. And Why? And not even that nice. See, it seems like that, that, that secures the theory for me that people were doing underhanded shit behind the scenes for their Well, contracts. I will say Alan, uh, Richardson? Uh, homie that played Hank, he was actually on American Idol before he got cast on. Uh, I, got, got I cast saw on that. Apparently, that ra- random bit of trivia, and, and maybe I, that's the same reason they're finding some excuse to have him like dance or whatever. Same. It's like, oh, this actor sings and dances. Here's my like, thing, though. I forget which shows have done this before, but it's like whenever you see characters doing their like random in life talent, on the show. Caroline, that's what, that's it. <laughs> Fucking oh, Caroline Forbes. Guitar out. <laughs> Fucking Caroline Forbes. That's what this shit is. It's like I make a that's deal to get more screen time, and suddenly I'm singing all the time. It's part of my character now. I'm always singing. I was like, what is this? Is this her her freaking like EP? Well, what is say, this at shit? Least Alan sounds better than Ken uh, Akala from the Vampire Diaries. Girl, at least he could say. I just wanna. I didn't watch the scene. You understand, I do not, I do not torture myself to shit. I don't need to torture myself too. I was like, this is the scene of them doing karaoke. I can almost 100% guarantee nothing important is going to happen. Skip. And I did that all three times. I'm not watching that shit. I refuse. I really refuse. It was cringy. They were really playing it up and getting all the and staring each other's eyes it was very it was very like we're june and johnny cash and it was like oh baby no ma'am nope (laughs) i was like i'm not doing this absolutely not i don't blame you you shouldn't have it was embarrassing (laughs) and she can't say very well um but anyway past the caroline forbes moment they had um Uh, then there's some good old country justice coming for that. Yes, Ellis' sister. I want to know what her name is because she, we deserve she to know her name, sis. We deserve to know your name because you're about to be the one that takes these birds out of the sky. Boom, boom. Get the fuck out of here ASAP. Do it, please. <laughs> well, it's going to take Don out. Hank was smart enough to know I think that woman was serious. We should get the fuck out of town. Yo, oh my God. Don is... Such an asshole. <laughs> Holy shit. Like she just Okay, so this was my bad. I didn't realize until I rewatched the scene at the end, which we'll talk about later. But when I was watching this scene, I was like, Hank is the worst. He was like, I don't we don't owe you shit. 
Um, and then Don was like, um, don't listen to her, don't listen to her at the end. And I'm like, why are you guys so um, confrontational at the persons whose brother died? Like, even if she is saying right. a bunch of horrible shit to you, her brother died. So what are you doing? Right. I, Can you scale that back? Like, well, scale it back. Well, you could tell from the fact that Hank was literally up all night that he was front and faking in that scene. Like, Hank was <laughs> Hank was faking. He knew he was wrong. Should he have been, should he have done her like that? No, he shouldn't have. But at the very least, you could tell under his bullshit's a person. Under John Don's bullshit is bullshit. <laughs> like there ain't nothing under there. Like under the layers of pump and artifices, more pump and artifice. Like Don's barely a person. Like she's the worst. He's oh just like a God. collection of platitudes and ASMR audio. What is her problem? She's deeply uncaring. Like she's a sociopath. I mean, we'll get into like, it more later when when they have their breakup. But the stuff she was saying in there, whew, girl. Okay, let's move on. And right to that woman's face. But yeah, we'll, uh, we'll have to get back ooh. to them one more good time because they left us with some yeah. We got a whole. I'm trying to do it so we can have like an hour to talk about all that stuff. Like if we could get through the rest yeah. in twenty minutes. Let's see. But holy yes. shit. Uh, so Dick apologizing to Addie. Adeline. Yes, Adeline. And I really, that scene was hilarious to me, and I was dying through the whole scene because, well, first of all, Dick Grayson looks like the sweetest little boy who has ever been cute on anybody's porch. He looks like he showed up to deliver papers. Like, there's no way I could imagine being Adeline's age, seeing this boy who is clearly, when you see him in front of you, the same age as your kid or close within a few years of it, like clearly not a peer of slaves, not anything like that, like clearly very young person, you know, come to the door and say sorry, like, and, you know, and then when she's all, why are you here now? Slade's in your living room, but you know why he's near here now, what are you talking about? Um, first of all, like, why are you acting like you're not sure what happened? Like, when I saw the, this episode the first time, I was like, yeah, I guess this might seem random to her. Till I saw Slade in her den, then no, it shouldn't seem random, because I'm sure he said what just had happened. Man, she said, I'm a forgiving person. All I was like, no shit, because you have the person who literally killed your son just chilling in the back room, so you're real forgiving. I believe you right. there. Like, what? And it, and what she said was so weird. Like, I'm a forgiving person, but I can't forget what you did. Okay, so do you mean you forgive me, but you'll remember? Or do you mean there's no forgiveness? And then she keeps talking. It's like, I have, you know, uh, your, your story here is as self-serving as your self-serving seduction of my son. Well, first of all, are there outtakes? Because I missed the self-serving seduction. Okay. Watching I, all that down. First of all, I'd like to see the yeah. seduction. Like, where was it? Um Sounds lit. It would have been more entertaining than what I did see. It would have been better to watch the um, dick <laughs> If we could have had that relationship in the flashbacks, you guys Fine. owe me an apology at right. DC. I would, I would um, like to see it. Um, <laughs> but, <laughs> but thinking of reality, <sighs> it's weird the way she's talking to him because she kept correcting everything he said to make it sound more nefarious. Yeah, like, like, oh, do you mean using him? And it's like, sure. he did just say that he... Like, she's like, oh, isn't it a coincidence you just ran into him? Before she said that, he'd already told her she's that he sought Joey out in order to find Slade. Like, 
he'd already said that. So when she's given that correction, like he was telling it in a misleading way, it was like, no, he said that two sentences ago. Um, he didn't I used your son to find your husband. What do you think he meant by that? Yeah. It's like, yeah. oh, so you used him. Funny coincidence you ran into him. That would make sense to say if, if Dick showed up trying to act like, I just met him and it's a coincidence. Yeah. And, oh boy, golly, he wound up dead. But that's not what Dick said. Yeah. He wasn't like, we were just in the record store. And he was like, my dad slayed Wilson. Now what happened? What's wrong with you, lady? Come on. Right. <laughs> I can understand that reaction if he really tried to lie right to her oh, face. God. But he didn't. I, I can't with these people. Um, <laughs> and like her trying to describe him as a mastermind. Have you met a 20-year-old? Jesus Christ, woman. Mastermind. I mean, we, we, we called it, though. We're like, he ain't gonna do nothing evil. I don't care how much he smirks in the scene. Like, he ain't gonna do shit to that guy. And no. he really did. He just, they just got one name out of him and were like, we feel really bad, guys. Let's leave him alone forever. That's literally what happened. That's literally what happened. They didn't like, do nothing to him. I can't take it. It's so stupid. Everyone's trying to act like he really like, seduced him and held him hostage to use against Slade and oh all this God. stuff. Telling him and the like, truth is not hurting him. What do you mean? I hate this. It's so and another stupid. weird thing they're doing here is they're treating Joey like a child in a way that they don't treat any of these other characters of similar ages involved in the stuff um, like Including Rose, who seems younger than she is, but go on. Yeah. And like, okay, how old was Dick when he became Robin? How old was she, Donna, when she was Donna when she became Wonder Girl? How old was Garth when he became Aqua Lad? Right. Like, they were real. Everybody's young. acting like there's something terribly scandalous and particularly nefarious about telling a kid about some dangerous stuff going on and giving them some ability to defend themselves. But that's pretty standard issue in how most people deal with their kids in this segment of society as far as we can see on this show like i mean slade's being a weirdo and that's why his kid got busted up but everybody else trains their kids right um like everyone else does everyone everyone else tells their kids about their secret identities and trains them everybody else does that uh gar <laughs> you know uh rachel like jason everybody else's kids know about this stuff and has training everyone and funny, their, their throats weren't slit. I'm just saying, maybe you're the one who's doing this whole parenting thing wrong, Slade, and not everybody else who's a mass vigilante of some kind. Maybe um, you. I... <sighs> um... <laughs> like, like, and I don't know. And I wonder if it's, like, because the, like, character is disabled that people act like Joey has less, like basic capability to understand or make decisions than anybody else in this show that's a similar age. But people talk about this in this weird way, like, oh my god, they just been taking advantage of this kid. They just yeah. on the trip and he made a decision. And he's no younger than any of the other young folks you've seen throughout this series. Yeah. And nobody's like, oh my god, they tricked and seduced the Rachel. No. I'm so why are they being so weird about this? I don't understand. Because this is the thing that the audience does that I hate, is that even if the narrative isn't technically supporting something or saying something, if you have enough characters say something, people will just be like, that. that's what the truth is. And so you have Slade, all the OG Titans, Addie, Wintergreen, you know, 
I guess, rose, all these people saying something. So that's just what they're going to go with. So, fine. I mean, these characters can't all be dumbasses, I guess. Right, apparently, even though they literally are. But um, my, my thing I want to leave with this scene is, Dick said, you know, you're a contract killer and you just kill people without thinking. And Slade's like, including your own son. Including your own son. And Slade's like, this isn't about me. It is about you, though. Because you're literally. Your fucking activities is what keeps making shit like this happen to your family. This is literally about you. And if Dick was a horrible person, they would have killed Joey. He'd yeah. be dead. So you're lucky that you have... And you can tell that Adeline knows he ain't terrible because when he said, I'm Dick Grayson, she should have closed that door and grabbed a shotgun. Right, like, look, you're lucky you ran into the Titans and not somebody else with the resources to hunt down your family. Like, because, what are you like, doing? What do you mean here. it's not your fault? It is. Stop. And it's weird how Avalon's acting, because on one hand, she's saying, like, I believe that you're a selfish, evil person who got my son killed. On the other hand, she's like, you know, sure, go ahead. Come into my house and have some tea. Whatever. Um... So clearly she can't believe Dick is that bad if she invited him into the house to sit down with her and have some tea and meet with her injured husband. Clearly you don't really believe that Dick is this big, bad, terrible monster. Otherwise you'd have been like, baby, Dick's at the door, help me. But that's not what she did. No. Um, let's continue. I should have brought my <laughs> charger with me. My stupid laptop is at like 40%. So here's hoping... That lasts an hour and ten minutes. We shall see. Or whatever. Um, let's make it happen. Oh, so right. let's go to the next. So then we... Um, Garn Connor. Oh, well, we didn't really talk about his Dick's interaction with Slade. Oh, no, we didn't. After Addie's like, oh, if you're looking for absolution, they have it in that no, room over there. About him, yeah. Yeah, I assumed it was going to be uh, Wintergreen and Slade over there. And mm. to be fair, the last time Dick saw Wintergreen, he pistol whipped him, whipped him unconscious in his bathroom. <laughs> but but no, it was just Slade. Or, according to theories that maybe aren't crazy, Slade uh, and Joey trapped in his body. Uh, mm. Because, okay, rewatching the scene with that in mind. I could see, I, I could see, I could see the reason for the theory that what happened in that scene is when, like Dick said, you know, um, you don't deserve a son like Joey. Like you're, none of us deserved him. You're a terrible person. Like when he does that, uh, Slade starts acting real weird. And then when Dick, um, when when Ad, 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 Adelon's like, you should leave, Dick. Uh, uh, you see Slade going, no, no. And then you know, Slade gets up and. Slades and it's like whatever so okay maybe that's what happened there um like which if that's what happened that's really funny because that means joey still likes dick more than slade even sharing a body with him for five years well i mean they said what he was signing in that scene was help me, was help me. so you'd assume that He's trapped in Slade's body, whether Slade knows that or not. We don't know. Right. And Slade probably doesn't know it because remember, he emphasized when he was telling us about our powers that the person just experiences a bit of a blackout. They don't know anything happened. Right. So maybe he's signing to Dick, you know, I'm stuck in this body. Help me. <laughs> but I rewatched the scene and I couldn't spot the part where he was signing. 
I know that it's there because there's pictures and gifts yeah. of it, but I don't. I, I didn't see it. It must have happened really quick. I don't know, um, but I can't. Yeah, see it. Um, I mean, I would say that's it. I'd say that the presentation of that's pretty ambiguous. Yeah, like so, so I could, like, could buy the potential of that, but it. But I wouldn't say I saw it and was like, oh, that's definitely what's happening. Yeah. So if it's not obvious in a way, I'm not sure if it's true. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. I'm not and like sure another sure. thing is like the way that. Is that okay? If this is what's happening, and like people are presuming the reason she let Slate back in there is because Adeline is like aware that you know he's in there or whatever. Damn, I doubt it. That like, makes her even more trash because he's like, "Help me!" <laughs> and she's like, "You should leave, Dick. You ain't shit, Adeline. Mm. <laughs> You're really gonna leave, leave homeboy's book." In and that's there. another thing that doesn't quite make sense. Dick doesn't um, speak, speak sign language. He doesn't speak sign language, so. And that's well established. Doing that to him would be super pointless. So I'm not so sure. It would make more sense to just say, help me. We've established that he knows how to talk. Yeah. And if he's got a body that can talk, there'd be no reason for him not to talk. So there's no reason for Joey not to just said, help me. Because remember, when he possessed Hank, he was just talking. We possessed that other guy. He was talking. He didn't forget how to talk or something. No. We've seen him talk in other people's bodies. So there's no reason for him not to have just said, help me. Exactly. Anyway. <sighs> okay. So next, Gar and Connor out in Connor. We had fuck the police moment number one for this episode. Another one. Another one. They do not like cops on this show. They they, they no. stay getting their asses beat. Um, <laughs> I love when Gar said Dick kept us locked up in the tower. Cause fucking thank you. You've been saying this all season. He wasn't sending nobody on no dangerous missions enough. People were locked up in the fucking tower. Okay? <laughs> Stop lying on this man. It's so random that, like, we keep having slaves run around. Like, you put them in these costumes and put these kids in this dangerous situation. Weird. All anybody was doing was homework and PE, slave. Literally homework and PE. That's... <laughs> it was homework just homeschooling. He made them homeschool. Like, this is, like, what do you mean? Dangerous weird. <laughs> Jason was the only one who had a costume to the point where it was funny because the old team was going off to fight Dr. Light and he came hopping out there in his Robin costume like, ha ha, let's go. No one else is dressed for you. They the only one with a suit. And he still tells Jason that he shows up dressed to go fight Dr. Light. And it made it funnier because Rose was like, is it costume Friday? <laughs> Nobody has a suit up in that house. Stop playing. No. Come on now. And it's so weird because another one of these things that characters kept saying that just aren't true this season. <laughs> like, and when Donna's like, oh, we're just his toy soldiers, then we just fight on a need-to-know basis. Ooh, that made me mad. Okay, first of all, Donna, <laughs> you are the one who knows what happened. You're one of the people who knows that was telling the lie, and he didn't send you nowhere. As a matter of fact, last time there was a fight, he, he told you to go somewhere else. So that you didn't have to fight nobody. He'll send you nowhere, Donna. No, he's never sent you anywhere, Donna. Give us one time in this entire series that Donna has been given a mission from Dick on a need-to-know basis. She'd just be saying anything up in here. <laughs> she just says anything. Yeah. I can't take it. <laughs> like, I'm so glad Rachel just snatched her up. <laughs> like, just pull shit right out her ass like what are you saying there's there's like 
it references nothing. Like it makes nothing. No Your whose toy sold? What are you talking about? What are you talking about? Like, remember how you came here to find Doctor Light? Being told who he was and what was going on. It's the kids who weren't told anything. You're a grown woman. You knew the whole story. Also, can we talk about that? How um, and the kids weren't fighting need to know because the kids weren't fighting nobody. They, this is this is the only things that happen with the old team since they've been back in present day. Okay, let's clear that up because yeah. this is we're talking about present day, right? Yeah. They came back. They had a plan to take on Dr. Light. What the plan was, was unclear. It was more like, let's run around in circles at night. Let's show up in our gas fine. pants. Fine, <laughs> fine. The plan, that flopped, okay? The next time we see him plan something for them is when they're going to go fight Slade. But actually, he goes by himself. Yeah. So how are you as toy soldiers? He just, all he said was, hey, go stand in, in the yard in this corner. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> and and that was it. It's like, you real mad that he didn't have you guys come up with him, I guess. But the thing is, he left you out of the plan because you guys keep saying he puts you all in danger and he puts everyone yeah. in danger and he gets people killed and he's awful. So he was like, all right, I'll go kill myself then. I'll just go sacrifice my life. And yeah, no one will get all of you guys alone if I die because right. he's mad at Let me. me just, because everyone keeps saying this right. is all my fault and I'm the only one doing anything wrong. Which is what he said. He was like, I'm the one you want. I'm the problem. Just kill me. Let Jason go. Problem solved. Yeah. And y'all was still mad. <laughs> yeah. So, I don't... Like, what are you talking about? <laughs> Did somebody drop Jonna on her head again? <laughs> oh, my God. So, yeah, that is great. Uh, and, oh, yeah, sort. See, detour. I always get detoured when Donna comes up in my mind. Um yeah, so Gar and Connor are hanging out. Gar is such a sweet summer child and is so cute, and he just wants to help. And so does Connor. Uh, and the cops were using excessive force on that poor homeless man anyway. Like, that excuse him true. for trying to panhandle in the park. Okay, and I'm then sorry, I'm poor. Co America. Connor said, Hold my beer, I will show you excessive force. <laughs> <laughs> and can I, say, I love that he already has a fuck the, the police face okay, what he, when he squared he, up with that whole car I was dying yeah. when <laughs> like he, he threw that one it. dude like a football field across I was like oof like, <laughs> this is not good <laughs> this is not going anywhere good <laughs> like you know what that made me think of? It made me think of something that's happening in the real world. Remember all the drama about, oh my god, the Joker movie's gonna inspire serial killers. It did inspire people, not killers. There are actually protest movements against inequality in Bolivia, in Chile, in like, in Lebanon. All these people protesting inequality and government oppression, dressed like the Joker. It made me wonder, are there gonna be people running around dressed like Superboy, protesting police brutality? And police <laughs> I guess you could. Oh my God. <laughs> Holy crap. We up, like, he really, politics, he really jacked him up, man. I couldn't help but imagine next time the police do something wild, everyone's going to show up in Superboy t-shirts. Okay, meanwhile, somewhere far across town, Corey feels swelling pride in her heart and doesn't even know why. <laughs> yes. <laughs> <laughs> Those kids are taught well. They're going to be the funniest gift set to this. Um, we really need to find this. we need to find those gifts for her beating up the cops and putting next to Connor because this is like <laughs> the flavor. Oh I mean, <laughs> it just, it just, 
Oh, they call me. It's so funny. This was so great. So, yeah. And then apparently, like, Connor's like, oh, no, did do something bad. I'm going to run off. And Dick's like, Lord, let me go sit in the basement of sadness. <laughs> Poor <laughs> And also, one thing that was uh, interesting is, okay, we don't see Dick check his phone, but it is Wingar calls him that he decides to go beat up some police and get arrested and not go to Greenland. So I thought that was interesting. And I wonder if there was some connection between him being like, wait, my people need me here. How can I be here? Hmm. Maybe it was that. I don't like it showed his phone buzzing. So he had it on silent. I'm not sure if he looked down at the phone or felt it. Who knows? (laughs) He didn't. He didn't look like he felt that either. And you can still hear phones when they vibrate. Mm-hmm. You could. He. You could definitely see him changing his mind yeah. as it mm-hmm. happened. But I was like, what did he change his mind to doing? Like <laughs> this man is just yeah, so, so crazy. Moment. That's my theory. He's so crazy. Like I don't. What are you doing? I just want to know. <laughs> what exactly are you doing, sir? Like I just want to understand what you're doing. <laughs> So yeah, I don't, I don't know. That was uh, that was mysterious. Uh, but uh, I couldn't help but wonder if, like, if somewhere in him it was his phone ringing and like that reminder that he needs to not just be gone again that made him uh, decide to do that. Because <laughs> to be fair, if you're in jail, then you can't be accused of starting anybody's titans. Because even if they come visit you. You're still not running a superhero a superhero crime fighting organization from jail, probably. No. So um, that's why I'm suspecting when Corey and Rachel meet up next episode or the episode after, whatever one it is, to go save him. And they go there, he's gonna be like, No, I need to stay here. Well, I guess it just depends on why he's there. We don't re- I don't really understand why he did that. <laughs> I, don't, I don't really understand what he's playing at, so I just I don't know. I mean, I think- well, I definitely think that what that Dick Grayson is not a loner. So when she's like, you can, there's no one in Greenland. You can be, it's real remote there. I think that honestly, it was one of those things where it's like he was like, I'll literally die. <laughs> like I can't, I can't do that at all. Like he was like, I cannot be slain like, in the oh, woods. Oh no, I cannot do I that. Cannot do that. <laughs> so he was like, okay, That's I funny. need to think quick because I need to do something. I, and I need to do something that will cause, you know, them to not immediately you know just, like, come find me and get killed. And that was what he came up with. You know what happened? He was like, what would Corey do? <laughs> what would Corey do right now? <laughs> and the answer is Corey and the nearest police My officer. Put a foot in their ass. their ass. <laughs> oh, that's funny. Okay. When in doubt, fuck the police. Titans DC. Like, that is when in funny. doubt, solve all of your. That's how Rose found the Titans. All these characters seem to solve most of their problems by just beating <laughs> an officer somewhere. Oh man. Um, <laughs> so that is oh funny. god. Uh, so oh, we, we get back to. We skipped the birds um, splitting up. Yeah, that was great. First of all. Okay, now normally I'm like, yo, you know who's as bad as Hank, Don, and vice versa. They're both terrible. But in this moment, I was like, 
Is that self-awareness? Is that taking accountability for your actions? What happened? It definitely made me realize something when she said, what was that line? Um, I wanted to pick up where we left off before Dr. Light and Ellis. It was working before then. She didn't give a shit about Ellis. No. That's what made me real. I was like, hold on. She didn't care about this kid. No how. No. And if you watch that and then rewatch the scene with the sister, you'll notice the one who had all that to say sister was Hank. He was the one who was like, we're there at the ER, we're there from this, and we helped him clean, we did all that. All that came out of Hank. So by we really think Hank was doing all this, Dom was just hanging around because she don't really care. And I think that's why Hank had so much emotion with that sister. Because, mm-hmm. you know, he was saying, you know, it was your junkie boyfriend that got, got him hooked in, in the first place. Like, you know... That's why I think that's, you know, on one hand to say we don't we don't owe you anything. You're pushing Mm -hmm. it, Hank. Yeah. But if you shifting the blame, you know, yeah, it's shifting. It's shifting the blame. But on the other hand, I think that if you think about the scenes we saw in this episode, that scene mirrored the conversation with Slade and Dick a little bit, too. There was also some lying happening there because it's not the drug addiction that got Alice killed. So I, don't, no. so I don't know why um, to be like, well, you're the one. It doesn't matter. That's not what got him killed. Doctor, like, Well, that, the sister said that. Yeah. The sister, no, well, the the sister is, acknowledged it. She was like, oh, yeah. thanks for getting him clean. But you also got him killed. So yeah. I guess it's a wash. Yeah. Like, this, that has nothing to do with anything. Like, well, I don't know why you're bringing that up. No. Um, I mean, I think he was saying, you know, you weren't doing so great by Ellis because, I mean, Ellis would have been dead for an overdose if not for Hank. So he'd have been, he'd have been, dead, he'd have been dead in that way. So it's one of those things where... The sister is, is one to talk in, right. in in a way, you know what I mean. Yeah. So like, to an extent, I to an extent, like I feel him because okay, whether it was you know being killed by some enemy of theirs or just being killed by his addiction that they you know whatever you know enabled and caused and all of that like it's six and one half a dozen other and he would have been just as dead if Hank had never showed up, hmm. um, you know. And another thing worth mentioning is while they were in that town. All Hank was doing, as far as we can tell, was riding his horse, trying to keep himself busy and helping this kid. What Don was doing was sneaking out at night, beating people up, getting people arrested, doing all this kind of stuff, and running around in her superhero costume doing this, which more likely than not got her on the news doing that, which is how Dr. Light found her Mm. uh, and therefore found Ellis. So technically, Hank didn't do anything to get this kid killed. All Hank did was move to town and was laying low, mind his business, and trying to be a decent person. It was Don who was bringing all this drama and bringing their super-powered enemies and creating enemies in this town as well. That was Don doing that. I mean, we have no way of knowing exactly how Dr. Light found them, but it just, like, ultimately it doesn't matter if when someone you're interacting with gets killed and you're just like, well, before Ellis and Dr. Light, and as if Ellis and Dr. Ellis was the one who brought that, that Dr. Light drama. What? What do you mean, Ellis and Dr. Light? What? Like, why would she, why would she phrase it like that? I can't. And Don clearly just thinks of these as problems that were causing problems for her. And I feel like it was strongly implied that the reason Don was taking out all these drug dealers was to either to keep Hank from, uh, from relapsing or to keep Ellis from doing it because then Hank might relapse if Ellis, Ellis does. But it wasn't because she cared about Ellis or anything. Yeah. Um, and, you know, it's 
it's kind of funny seeing that, especially seeing her absolutely have not one shred or drop of guilt. Like Hank said, he was up all night. And she's like, oh, God, were you listening to her? No, I was thinking about actual things I did and was involved with and dead people I know, Don. Like, what is her problem? <laughs> and he was so right when he said we beat the shit out of people and we pretend it's for the good of humanity. That's all they do. That's all they yeah. do. Like, I'll keep and going. Hank's been trying to stop doing that mm-hmm. since season one of this show. And it's Don who keeps picking back up with it and dragging him in all these situations. Because remember, they almost broke up with that earlier um, earlier uh, uh, in the season. Yeah, episode like, two, Hank, I think. Uh, Hank something. called her and was like, how long have you been doing this? And she's like, a month. And he's like, can you keep this up? No marriage, no kids, no future, no nothing for us. Because, oh, wait, he was recognizing that it would cause danger for their kids oh, you know wow. like how it got alice killed um and how it got joey killed parallels mm. it's just amusing it was just very interesting to just see them going a kid technically got killed because of some drama we did but we're not at fault but dick's at fault for getting joey killed like make it make sense baby make it make sense for me i don't understand there's and like with this context, it also it. makes that conversation they had earlier where Hank said, no marriage, no kids, no nothing, make more sense. Because then you think about how Hank was acting in these flashbacks and what happened with Joey. Like, he connected these dots here in a way that even after all that happened, Don didn't and still refuses to, even with it happening to Alice, too. Right. Oh. <sighs> And it's like, <laughs> like he is... connected. You just can't be out here beating people up or killing people and expect the people you care about to be safe. You can't be doing that. Yeah, and she is... just refuses to accept that. This is how it works. And and that goes back to my whole thing that they're very different. The old team is very different heroes than the new team is. Because mm-hmm. even in season one, you have Hawk and Dove. Their, their heroism is beating the hell out of people who are criminals and then stealing from them. Stealing from them. And then Donna's thing is she was going after poachers. Meanwhile, the core four were literally saving the universe. Yeah. Don't compare these these scenes. That's an insult. Like, they're not the same thing. They're really not. And remember, Donna was mad at Dick because the way he went after these poachers might expose that she's not just a regular person. So when she's done with the poachers, she can't just go back to her gallery job. Whatever. She was mad that the way Dick did that could, heaven forbid, require her to have to be a hero. And she just, like, the concept of loyalty completely escaped her. Because when he went back and Corey was choking Rachel, then she knocked her out and she woke up and was like, whoa, what happened? Obviously, she wakes up and is like, whoa, what happened? And runs out the house. Something's wrong. So Dick runs after her and he's like, oh, we got to go after her. And Don is like, sorry, I was right. Uh-huh. And also, you ruined things with Don. Uh-huh. <laughs> and then she shows up to where Corey is and is like trying to start another fight. And I'm like, look. Can we this talk is not about how much Corey would have wasted her if she actually fought her for real. No, but listen, mind your business. Like you don't know her, he does. So how about you sit yeah. this out and stop trying to convince him to turn on someone who he's been riding around fighting people with and saving and getting saved by for the last yeah. how many weeks? Mind your business. <laughs> like, right. What is your like, problem? These people keep saying, "Oh my God, I'm being so inconvenienced and don't want to be bothered with these things." I don't know why you're here, y'all. Like, it's stupid. It's 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 very stupid. Uh, and you know, I'm just looking forward to uh, 
this being over. Well, because at least we know. Oh, and we forgot the last scene with Hank. Very important. He's at a bar. And yeah, he ordered the Diet Coke, but he's at a bar. Mm-hmm. And you know what he says after ordering that Diet Coke? He's bouncing his leg. He's looking around. He's looking at that beer. Hey, man, where's the guy got to go to get some real shit around here? Mm-hmm. Cool. So Hank's looking for drugs now. That's his business. Go off. <laughs> but hey, it won't mm-hmm. get nobody killed but Hank. So live your life. Like... <laughs> anyway, so that's the episode. Can we just dedicate a quick moment to Dick and Corey? Because yes. they're like perfect and I love them. That was so cute, the scene with them. Like, he was mostly non reacting to everybody being like, we're leaving. He's just like, okay, cool. And then, like, Corey, and then, uh, and then you see Corey, you know, get the text from Fede and go, like, shit, and I gotta go. And he's like, you're leaving? <laughs> He sounds so sad. He was like, "You're leaving now." Like, he, like it was just shocking to him because he just expects he was like, really? to have like, like damn, you too at two, Brute? Right at I, two? No, no. I love that he expects her to have her ba- his back and vice versa. It's nice to see some characters who have some trust around here. Right. It's on short supply in this world. Oh my god. <laughs> I don't know what's wrong with these people. Like, I don't. I don't. Maybe it's just me. Because it's like, if my friend confessed to doing something really bad, I'd be like, okay, so what was, like, what it, was you, what were you setting out to do? And if it wasn't that, yeah. then I'd be like, well, where do we go from here then? Because you're not, you weren't, you know what I mean? And like, let's be real, Dick's like, big confession on. here is really getting mixed up and entangled with a terrible person. Like, his main crime here is standing too close to Slade. <laughs> Honestly, I think the Titans just weren't prepared for who Slade was. No. And the lens he was willing to go to. And I don't think it's fair no. to, like, judge them because they, they didn't young. understand him. You know what I mean? They were young, young, too. They hadn't been doing this a long time. And they, had, and they weren't dealing with army-trained career professional assassins before. No, like, They're just dealing with street thugs, like, and mostly. Dr. Light, and Dr. Light, but Dr. Light's an idiot. Like, he, his powers are dangerous, well, but he's just a... But Dr. Light's a physicist. He's a nerd who yeah. got himself jacked up on his nerd powers. Yeah, like, that's what I mean. Not, like, he's not... He's not an assassin. He's not smart. He's not, like... Like, he's not a trained person right. who's got, like, plant resources and stuff. He's a dude. Like, that's why I'm pretty... Because, like... We were talking earlier uh, about who it was that got targeted at the beginning of the season. And all of those people made the news. Like, if you notice, like, okay, Rose, we know, that's how we met Rose. We know she made the news. Dawn, we've, as we, you know, we've we've seen Dawn's made the news out being a superhero, like, in that outfit or whatever. Like, and we know she was dressed in the costume as Dove when she was taking out these dealers in this little town in Wyoming. And we see that, like, she gets targeted. And even Dick doesn't actually get targeted until he's got Rose in the car with him. That's when Dr. Light hits the Jeep or whatever. Um, and, of course, we know Jason made the news, which is what initially got Slade's attention. So, and we noticed Donna didn't get attacked. And remember, Donna did nothing that made the news. Mm-hmm. Uh, so, like, literally, the way that Dr. Light found these people was just whoever got themselves on national news, like all the ones that were minding their business didn't get an initial attack from Dr. Clay. He's not a super soldier tailor spy. Well, I mean, he was 
in present day, he was getting help tracking people from slave. That was the difference. But I just mean like back in the day, I don't think they were fighting people like slave. No. At all. So they were a bit in over the head with who they were dealing with. And I, I said before, I think Dick's problem is that he, he, well, in the books, I feel like his biggest flaw is he thinks he can appeal to everyone's good nature and not everyone yeah. has a good nature. And that's the problem here. So he thought, okay, I did something wrong that hurt this guy and his family. If I turn myself in because I'm the problem, that ends the problem completely. He's not thinking, right. no, this person is just sadistic and they want to make a bunch of people he's suffer. He's a bad person. Like, right. He's, he wants to make a bunch of people suffer. Yeah, even so, people who did nothing to him. Because this isn't all personal. He's also just a dick. Yeah, so it's just, it just person. doesn't matter. Like, you just... There's no way around it. Because if it really and truly was only about his beef with Dick and only about Joey, then it would have been donezo. The only reason to have Jason would be to get Dick to you. And when Dick, you know, was like, all right, just kill me. It would have been donezo then. Like, all right, had a beef, saw the beef, got my venganza, bye. Right, like, you're dragging this all out for your own personal amusement. It's a game to you. Yeah, and, and even when he says, I won, which, by the way, Adlon's a bigger bird than any bird we've seen on here because I can't imagine being in her position, hearing him say, I won to that kid, and not being like, if you don't get your ass off my couch. Addie's an Was idiot. this a game? Was this a game? Addie's Is my kid di- dead over a game? Addie is an idiot. And also, what? I just want to, you know, I just want to say... He ain't win nothing because all he did is skim the fat off. Okay, you got rid of you got rid of those three, so Dick won. To be honest, like, thank well, you. Actually, he him thank how you much very these much. People who abandoned him in his worst part of his life sucked, and then got them out of his life again. Right. Like, thank, thank you for you. getting rid of those three. Rose is yeah. just over here eating food. Like she was eating all my food, so she's gone now. That's fine. No. And she wasn't interested in helping or anything. Like, she wasn't interested in helping to save Jason or nothing. Like, she was not. No, she didn't care about Jason. She was just like. She was just there. From having my father kill me and feed me cereal. She was just there. Just there. That's it. Um, whatever. I don't get it. And, like, having all these flashbacks didn't help. But some of us, I guess maybe because we have to rewatch and take notes because we podcast this, remember what happened. And we realized this makes no sense with what where everything left off at because where it left off with Rose was, you know, she was like fighting for her life to avoid being returned to Slade. And the reason that she was staying in this house and the reason that Dick was out about keeping her, even when people were like, get rid of her, is because Slade was trying to kill her. So for her to be like, oh, my God, I'm just going to like leave now. Did you guys, do you guys think we killed Slade? Did we tell you we killed Slade or something? What do you guys think happened? Because everybody is like, I guess Slade's not a problem. Remember just the other episode, uh, Donna was like, had her takeout and was like, really? You're going to leave now? Someone was shooting at us. Right. Yeah, all these problems are still a thing. Remember how Cadmus was after Superboy? It's, it's, Cadmus is, is still this out is there. Technically Everyone's just... acting like Slade and Cadmus stopped being problems because you're mad at Dick. This is technically like what a day after she said that, because that yeah. was episode seven. Eight was a flashback and just a short story. So yeah. this is immediately and, after and the, that. And we see the flashback was him telling this story to them. So this was right after, yeah. like right after he got done with Jason, he told this story to everyone else. Right. This is right after. This is right after 
Rose just stormed out of Jason's bedroom because she did that like the like within like what an hour or so of everyone accusing him of this random stuff and him going to the roof. This happened yesterday. It was jarring actually seeing first of all Rose with just sitting by all those people. I'm like, this is the guy who choked you out. The girl over there killed you. Like, this isn't... Because they refuse to show all these present-day interactions, it just... Nothing makes sense in that scene. And, like, scene. what Rose just said to Jason yesterday is she just woke up like, what What the hell's going on? Nobody said anything to her. She's like, everyone in this house is trying to kill me. That's what she just said to Jason. Yeah. And then she was like, fuck all of you. I'm leaving. And then here she is having not left... Okay, maybe she couldn't leave the house, though. The only leaving she could do is go to her room. But why is everybody like, okay, Rose can leave now? Remember how the reason she couldn't leave before, the reason you guys were all trying to stop her is because Slade was going to kill her? So, well, what change? I think that's why Dick and Corey didn't want her to leave. I think the rest of them wanted to use her as leverage against Slade or to turn her over for Jason. So they got Jason back and it's like they stopped caring about that whole thing. I mean, it's very weird because this is all very yesterday. Yeah. Like, you see, there's even still some bruises on Dick, on Dick and Jason just a little bit. Like, this was... This just happened. Yeah. Like, it's not like, oh, it's been some weeks and Slade is gone. Or, oh, Slade sent a note saying, I'm good now. And this is why they shouldn't be wasting all this damn time. Like, all this karaoke bullshit could have been spent showing us him telling them, oh, you know, about the pictures. Or them saying, hey, talking about Jason and leaving the stuff around the house and him going, that literally wasn't me and I almost killed myself over them maybe trying to apologize and then figure out who the mole They didn't do any of that. So it just doesn't make sense. They dropped like and five plot points. They have the characters forget what happened when we have flashbacks. Okay, I get why we might forget. We're watching this mess in real time and it's jumbled. It ain't jumbled for them. Right. This went from being yesterday to today for them. Like, he this just stepped off a rooftop. And immediately comes down and sits down and is like, you know what? You just pulled me off the fucking edge, but fuck you, dick. I'm leaving with Rose. You don't even know her, but go off. Whatever. I can't take and, it. Okay. Remember how, remember how Slade just kidnapped you and was torturing you for a week, Jason? And remember how I just told you five minutes ago a story about how I was just hanging out with one of Slade's kids and he murdered his kid. <laughs> Remember that. So now Jason, who just got back from being kidnapped by Slade, you're leaving with Rose. What happens to people who do, who hang out with Deathstroke's kids? And what happens to Deathstroke's kids when they hang out with Titans, Jason? Help okay. us. Help us remember. First of all, first of all, I don't buy Rose is just going to, I don't know, buy a ticket to Hawaii or something. She's going to go try to find her dad or something. He's going yeah. with her? What? That sounds like, like double suicide. Like, you just escaped from that barely with your life. Remember right. how he dropped you off a roof, bro? Remember how? Oh, and remember how he was just staring out of out of windows all of last episodes with his PTSD? You know what's going to happen if he if Jason walks up to Slade? He's going to see windows, 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 windows. It's going to be like... It's going to get her ass beat in front of him. What is that message? It's going to be like 404 error, error. <laughs> Okay. <laughs> he's gonna have Freeze a whole in the middle of the fight when he and sees she's that. gonna be getting her ass beat. He's gonna be right there. That is interesting because there's all these spoilers that it's like um, Ravager and Nightwing fighting Slade, and I kept going, wait, if 
Jason slept. Yeah, Jason left for rabbit. What happened to a fight? Did he just fuck off the dock? I'm like, where did he go? I don't. Jason's gonna be staring out of a window. Is what's gonna happen? He dead ass needs to go back to Gotham, but he's still under the impression that Bruce a bit, Bruce doesn't want him there. All of this is stupid because it should have been solved and he should be taking his ass back home because yeah. all he's doing here is things that should not be done. No, because, I mean, we're all being, we're being real fast and loose with the blame game. But wait, how is it that Jason got captured? All right, he went off by himself without telling anybody to go after Dr. Light in a place that doesn't show up on any of the, thi- of the, of the things because it's under, like, steel. That's what had happened. That's how he got captured. Mm-hmm. And that's why Rose got killed. And that's why we, why Dick nearly killed himself. That's what had happened. But, you know, and also how they found out they were reforming the Titans was because he was on TV um, saying, hey, look, the Titans are back. Yeah, the Titans are back. Like he literally, if we want to play the the blame game where we're blaming people who technically it's, aren't to blame. All of this is Jason's fault if we're playing that We could really say Slade is back solely because of Jason. Since we want to just yeah. point at fingers well, also, and blame everyone but Slade for the shit he does. Because, I mean, who else is Jason talking to besides any nefarious assholes out there like supervillains when he says the Titans are back? Who else he talking to? So you were basically like, yo, on notice, motherfuckers. And they were like, we are on notice. Uh, And, you know, we can give him a pass on that because, like, he's a kid. But if we're not handing out passes out here, then what the fuck was that, bruh? I guess everyone, everyone else gets to make mistakes and do dumb shit. But dead. So Jason gets zero blame for his little let's run after Dr. Light by yourself plan. No one's going to call him on that at all. Like he's just forgiven. No. Completely forgiven. Um, I mean, this is, this is wild to me. And see, I had more forbearance for people not calling out for him out for it because like he, he suffered quite a bit. It was all very terrible. He's real upset. But if he's going to be such an asshole and have no forgiveness for nobody else, then fuck you. Like, I, I still understand why he did it, but it was still stupid. I can understand why he did something stupid and still call yeah. it stupid. Like, well, like um, the thing is, I can uh, I can have understanding of that if he's willing to have understanding of other people. Right. But if you are like, no, you did a stupid thing and it had terrible consequences, everything is your fault. If that's how you feel, then somebody put you in the timeout chair with that shit. It just gets ridiculous. It's, and even, like, thinking about with Rachel, it's like... The problem is keeping secrets and telling lies, but yeah. they, they've all been doing that. All of yeah. them. Yeah, and Rachel still Rachel? has not told anybody she almost killed Jason. She still hasn't told anybody her powers are cutting her. She still hasn't told everybody she told, that she's lost control of them multiple times. She told Corey, but like she had to get She was vague. She didn't out. say I almost stabbed Jason. Death. No, she didn't tell she didn't tell him. Um she just said something happened, but she showed Corey that she was getting hurt by the power, but she won't tell Dick. So she's keeping the secret from Dick. Yeah. And she's Dick keeping the keep- secret from Dick and she didn't tell Corey that she almost killed someone else in the house. She never told her that. Like right. it's one thing to say, Okay, these powers are scratching me. It's another to say you know I levitated what? him into the air and pointed five swords at him. That's kinda of different. You know what that me that makes the point point all the fingers at Jason thing stupid again because they have no idea that um, Rachel and Jason even had that argument where he was like, you need to see a fucking priest. So why would they believe he was drawing crosses everywhere? 
They had no reason yeah, no, to believe no that ever, at all. No one told him about that. Yeah, they no. didn't know about that at all. No. <laughs> so, you know, it makes sense for, okay, like I said, it makes sense for Rachel to think that because she had that interaction yeah, she, with Jason. Yeah. But it makes no sense for anybody else to be like, yeah, obviously, because they don't know anything about that. And then to be, and then another thing worth mentioning is it also could just, it could have been someone else because don't forget when Rachel was in that house where we found her, all the stuff was all around there. Remember her room had like five locks and there were crosses everywhere and crucifixes and, you know, all Virgin Mary all over the place, all kinds of stuff. So anybody who knows Rachel could have known that it's not uncommon for people to give her one, throw up the sign of the cross like she's a, a demon on Buffy the Vampire Slayer. This was dumb. And now the mold doesn't anyone matter. Anyone who knows because... the Trigon's a demon might have done that to her. I don't think there's anything that specific about it being Jason. I understand why she might think that, but there's no reason why anybody else here and that would be so certain it could have only been him, especially if they don't know about that incident. But here's the other thing. None of this even matters because that's not the thing that really broke up the team. It's Dick's exactly. secret. So having the mole in there did literally nothing to the team. <laughs> No, so even the in, there, all that did was upset Jason, and Jason never even told Dick that they did that to him. Yeah. Nobody ever even discussed that whole thing. Nobody. Right, so if we find out, oh, three episodes from now, oh, Blank was the mole, it's like, who cares? They didn't succeed. <laughs> Doesn't matter. No. We didn't even talk about the it. After they they the only thing they succeed, well, I guess you could indirectly say that that did cause the breakup, because, mm-hmm. uh, because Jason attempting suicide is what made Dick come out with the story. You'd have to know he was going to do that, though. How did they even know that Jason was going to be um, blamed, one? And two, like, how did they know that would set him up when there was three other possibilities who also wasn't seen around the house? Um, that Rachel wouldn't see the crosses and know, it was, know to blame Jason. Like, how did they have that information? No one knew about that fight. Like, it's just some random yeah. things where I'm just like, this isn't quite at all, like... How did they know? How would they know that would lead to him on that ledge? There's no way of predicting that. No, or that Dick would get there in time, and then (laughs) and then just jumped off the roof and that was it. Yo, what if he just jumped off the roof? (laughs) Then it'd be like, oh, that's with him, baby. Like, oh shit, to keep a secret, or one of us is dead. Like, (laughs) like how do you told him? And Jason was like, fuck this, and jumped off the roof. Hey, how do you know Dick wouldn't have gone up there and been like? I have cookies and that would have gotten him down and then he still would have told the secret and they still would have broke up. There's no way to predict the sequence of events. And then also there are better <laughs> ways to get this out if you want the secret out to be mad at him. Like Slade could wait for it guys. Tell them. Literally. <laughs> like you know how Slade literally has just tell- just called them on cell phones throughout this season this season? Slade and Lily called him up, and they'd be like, who is this? You know who I am. Slade Wilson. I mean, he's I have in... a story to tell you. A story from five years ago. Right. You think you know the story, but you don't. Slade could just tell him. These are the days of our life. And no, what are they going to could... beat his ass? He could just walk up to the door and tell them. What right. the fuck are they going to do? Scatter like Roger. They're all scatter. He's here. He's powerless. <laughs> He's hiding under the couch, and he's <laughs> going to be sitting in front of TV telling the fucking story. Right. Ridiculous. <laughs> Can I tell you that I would have strongly preferred that to a whole flashback episode for him to walk in and sit down like it's his house and they're hiding behind furniture and he's just telling them the story. Unbelievable. Um, but in any case, the only thing I can think of dumber than what happened, only barely, um, this whole thing was stupid because as 
characters keep saying, like we had Rachel say it this episode, we had Don say it when they were down the tunnel looking for Jason, we had Jason say it to Slade, as we have characters keep realizing and forgetting, everyone knew about this get close to Joey to find Slade plan. Everyone agreed to keep it a secret, and the reason that Joey's dead is because Slade murdered him. Everyone knows this, they're, but they keep acting like they don't so we can have the same conversation again. We've had characters that, say it. They're taking off that last part, though. Like, they'll, they'll get to the part where Joey's dead, and then they'll stop after saying who exactly killed him is what i'm noticing that's like that's how they keep discussing this they're just like and now he's dead and i'm like because i complete the sentence slade stabbed him like let's do it together guys let's say <laughs> slade stabbed him so then when you're like oh. you my favorite scene in this whole episode that had a lot of scenes i liked was when Slade was like, okay, you can apologize to me now, Dick Grayson. And Dick Grayson was like, you can still eat dicks forever. <laughs> he was like, or you can kiss my ass. How about that? Like, <laughs> I was dying. I could apologize and you could stop being an asshole, but here we are. <laughs> and it's funny because you know that like Slade wanted to throw up the white flag because his ass beat, he's tired. He already did that thing where it's like, yo, text me your location. Mm-hmm. And he texts a location that his ass ain't there. His just pictures just wasn't to draw there. The house wasn't there. Like, which told me that Slade wasn't ready to get that ass beat again because why would he not be there? Because if, right. if you're trying to lure, lure, lure Dick out and you're trying to get Dick, why lure him out? You ain't there. He was trying to get Dick to stop chasing him before Dick caught his ass. That's Wesley pulled that. <laughs> no way. You're, you're right. He was like, I'm actually at the house. Go home. Stop looking for me. Yeah. Stop looking for me. God, I can't even stand up. Because <laughs> he's like, yo, Dick is crazy. He's got a gun. He beat Benny's ass. He beat Wintergreen's ass. He's like, Jesus Christ. Let me just leave some pictures so he goes home. Fuck. Yes. Come here. That's what that Come was. here with that damn little tiny gun to shoot me in the face. Like, I'm not trying to do this today. I'm not trying to die today. Because <laughs> Dick was really like, okay, enough games. I'm going to find you and I'm going to kill you. He was really not happy. fight you, not talk to you, not lecture you. I'm going to find you and I'm going to shoot you. <laughs> he was going to shoot him. <laughs> It's just so funny to think about. He's like, gonna you know put what? him down like old Yeller in this motherfucker. He was like, you know what? Fuck it. I'm just gonna shoot him. He came in that house waving the gun like he's here. Point him out. I'm shooting somebody today. <laughs> like that scene in Bad Boys where, he's just, where Will's just going off, waving that gun around. Like, where the fuck he at? Where you at? Where you at? Like, he was like, like just I am shooting him. him today. Like, where is he? <laughs> like, Dick's like, you know, we didn't have all these weird, complicated conflicts. I then, you know, took the bow staff and the lead pipe. Oh, man. Fuck all that. I'm going to shoot you now. <laughs> It's so funny. And that's why Slade's ass wasn't in that church. And people are trying to say, oh, no, um, it's not just, it's not Corey why he's all jacked up. It's because Joey's taking over his his body. I'm like, Joey didn't do that to his face, though. Look at his face. You want to say that's why he can't stand up, but did you did you see? <laughs> no, did you see struggling. those bruises on his face? That whole scene, okay? She snapped the shit out of him with that pole thing, whatever that was. That's yeah. why his face looks like that. And you saw them burns, but she was like, <laughs> like no, she really lit his ass up. He wasn't ready. Yeah, he was not he ready. He was not ready. And like, 
he wasn't ready that he wasn't ready now that's what Adelaide was like he's tired you need to leave you need to leave he's tired <laughs> please go home like you're, you're not supposed to be here why are you here now please leave <laughs> like you can see Adeline realized you know what I shouldn't have sent him in there to confront please him come at all. back when he's that's healed and, I should have done he's gonna you. be his ass in my living room I made a mistake <laughs> Like, cause really and truly, if what was about to happen there, if Miss Adeline had not stepped the fuck in, is Dick would have been saying, "I'm sorry again," cause I'm sorry I beat your husband's ass in your living room. <laughs> like, I'm sorry your son's dad. I'm sorry I beat your husband's ass again. <laughs> Just so you know, Miss Adeline gonna have to make a lot of tea on this show because he got a lot of apologies to give because he's about to get that work in his own fucking house. Just so you know, I got like seven percent left on my computer. <laughs> this is my fault, though. Um, oh God! Well, at least we got a good dragon there, yeah. and we made sure that everybody realized that just like I thought. There was a reason that Slade wasn't there when Dick pulled up. Yeah, and there were... was a reason that what he left was something that directed him back to that house. Mm-hmm. Because if he hadn't directed him back to that house and made him think the Titans were in immediate danger, Dick would have kept looking for his yeah. ass till he shot him. Until he found him. You're absolutely right. You called that, just like I called Hank and Dick, because he's an asshole. Mm-hmm. I knew he would do it. I knew he would try it. They get on my nerves. I was like, either he's going to hit him or Don will slap him. It's going to be one of those two. Mm-hmm. But I am. But I did peep that as soon as he did it, Corey hopped up. She's Yo, on her feet. Corey was going to give him that work. Like, she was going to light yes. his ass up. <laughs> like, she didn't even say nothing. But all her demeanor said, do it again. She hopped up. She looked super concerned. And then she just looked ready like she was posed yes. up <laughs> like, like try it again be Hank and Dink versus Dick and Corey okay that's not gonna work I'd pay to see it that would not work out <laughs> I don't think they them two by themselves could even take him honestly like no I, they'd get washed so quick it's not well that's funny. the reason why it wasn't until now they even tried it let's be real and there's like, oh, his self esteem's low enough. He gon' he gon' he gon' let, he'll let do me it. He'll let let me hit him. Yeah, because um, Dick looks surprised though. I don't think he expected his friends to physically attack him like that. Cause well, I didn't just... expect it. I I mean, you were right, and you called it. I thought that he was gonna just Hank with Gadoo he did last time, be like, <clears throat> and just leave again. I was like, wow, mm-hmm. really? No. What are we hitting him for now? No, no, I knew he would hit him because, like I said, they don't like him. They don't care about him. I, I really feel like they don't care about him, just like they didn't care about Ellis. You see how they were doing all that lying this whole season about caring about him, and it turns out they didn't. Well, well no, Don didn't. Don didn't. Don didn't care. But that's what I'm saying. No. They didn't. Don didn't even want to be bothered with Ellis. As far as I, as far as as far as I would say at this point, what Ellis represented to Don was an opportunity for Hank to relapse for failing again in the wings. Hmm. <laughs> I feel like maybe her whole thing, like. Now that the mole doesn't matter, it doesn't matter at all. Like, say it was her, like, if that was a reveal that was going to matter. I think her point, her purpose of being the mole would have been she just wants Hank to be in a position where she's just taking care of him. That's her whole MO is that she wants to be off alone with him. And she also and doesn't it. want, and she's an abuser. She wants to isolate him. Right. That's what I'm mean. like. It's like she causes problems with anyone who's around, who's around Hank. Yeah. Well, and he was saying, you know, fine, we don't have to do here. Let's pick anywhere on the map. And he's like, 
it's not where we go, it's us. Like, that's what's not clicking. Like, we're the problem. Yeah, wherever you go, there you are, sis. Yes, we are the issue together. Yeah. And I thought, of, and, I, and that matches a lot with how I interpret their relationship because there have been several times throughout where you'll see, like, one or the other of them make an attempt to do the right thing and the other one drag them back. Yeah. Like, uh, earlier with, like, the Rose thing, you could tell that John didn't want to go full asshole, but, like, Hank did. You see them at alternating at different points where one of them wants to be like, let's not be terrible, and the other one's like, let's be terrible. Right. Like, they enable each other's they bullshit. Do. Yeah, that's the problem. It's like they're pulling off the negative energy from each other. Mm-hmm. It's just it's not good. Whereas no. if you compare it to Dick and Corey... They complement each other and mm-hmm. that they're, they're similar, but their differences is that Dick berates himself over everything and Corey tries to be so strong that she doesn't tell anyone about her problems. And I think that'll come up later because she deadass does not even bother telling people about anything she's gone through. No, she's trying to handle I mean, it all I'm alone. I'm pretty sure that what's going to happen next is she's going to tell someone because now that Fede is gone and both ships are gone, the only person who's got the resources potentially is Dick and the Justice League. This is to the get first her home. time we saw her crying the whole series. Is it? Yeah. 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 So I think now it's like at this point, you got to talk to someone. Like, this is enough yeah. is enough. Her parents are dead. You know? Yeah. Right. Her parents are dead. Her sister's taken over. Fede's dead. Like, the ship is gone. She can't yeah. just go by herself. Both ships are gone. Yeah. Like, that's like, that's her character flaw on the show is I'm just going to do it all by myself. One woman army. And it works most of the time until it doesn't. She's impressive. Yeah. Uh, but, you know, but, but everybody needs a team. Mm-hmm. Like, even if they only need them emotionally, like, right. Or to give them, you know, like that kind of support. Even if they don't need them to physically back them up, you right. still need a team. Yeah. Um, and I think that's what will ultimately happen is that he'll be able to provide her the emotional support she's clearly mm-hmm. never gotten from anyone in her life. Mm-hmm. Um, <laughs> anxious yeah. sister. Oh my God. I could watch that scene where Corey just drags Blackfire over dinner all day. <laughs> so funny. You could tell that she knew because she was yeah. so hard in the pain. She was being so damn rude. I was like, girl. And Blackfire's face was just like. like she's fed ass, so she couldn't even come back. You know, she was like screaming internally. She cried in the car. <laughs> she did. She's she going to cry in the right car. Oh, my God. I can't wait till I can't wait till Corey shows up with her ancient crew and mm. makes her cry again. <laughs> she will come with her demon daughter, her shape-shifting son, her batshit um, crazy boyfriend. And that might actually be why Rachel ran out on uh, what's-her-face. Um, that might be why Rachel ran out on Donna because sometimes mm-hmm. she just be knowing stuff and doesn't totally know exactly sure. what's happening, but she knows she's needed somewhere or knows someone needs her or something because how she got rid of Trigon is banishing him to another dimension, mm-hmm. which means... You don't need a spaceship. She can give you a portal. It makes all the sense in the world that Rachel is going to go look for Corey. Um, yeah. So it makes sense mm-hmm. that that's where she's going. Because people are like, where is she running off to? I'm like, to go find her mom. <laughs> like, 
<laughs> that's yeah. where she's going. And like, also, don't forget when Corey was about to leave with Fede the first time. That's when Rachel called. Rachel's got an internal something's up with Corey distress signal that mm. goes off in her psychic powers. Maybe that would be cute. I hope that's true. Because well, um, because we know that she definitely has psychic stuff. Because remember yeah. how she found Dick? Like we know she has that kind of a yeah. thing. Yeah, and she several was... times there was no way she would have any sort of knowledge besides extra sensory or psychic knowledge to do what she does. How did she happen to catch Corey in the garage looking at the ship with the guy to call her to come yeah. all of a sudden? Well, I mean, Rachel thinks she doesn't have it anymore, but she could very well still have it. And I don't think they get she rid of it anyway. I think she just doesn't realize how it works anymore. Well, I think things work differently. And also, I think that Rachel, like, in some ways she has more control of her powers than she had before. And in some ways she has has less. Yeah. Because, like, she has so many, you know, she has so many abilities. So she's able to kind of do more things than she could do before. But because they scare the hell out of her and she easily <laughs> loses track of them, she's not really engaging with them a lot. Okay, um, we are down to two percent now, baby. So, so we gotta wrap this up, y'all. Wrap it up. I hope you guys enjoyed the dragging of the mini birds, whole yeah. flocks of them on the oh, show. My. It's just they're everywhere. It's, it's you know, it's that horror <laughs> the horror movie. Birds, the birds. It's Jesus. the horror movie. The birds. Like there's everybody is a bird on it. What is happening? What goes on? Like. Just. A complete hot mess. Even Jason's out here being a bird. No um, wonder you're the new Robin. Good lord. What's wrong with him? Suppose suppose Rose is the mole. You in there in that car with the mole. She'll drive you right to her dad and be like, here you go, finish finish what you started, and he's dead. Stupid boy. What you doing? Can I tell you, I would be laughing so hard. I would record myself laughing so I could share good it with lord. you all. He doesn't know dying. her like that. Like I don't understand why... Thinking, you better take your ass home to your dad. Stop playing. If you're mad at Dick, go home to your dad. He kissed this girl one time, and now he's like, she's the love of my life. Why are you so young? You're never going to live to be old no. at this rate. Oh, no. This oh is my how God. he got clapped, okay? This is exactly... <laughs> this is exactly how he got clapped in the books because he's so, so dumb. Just pray for him. Bless his heart. Where the fuck are Tim Drake and Damian Wayne? I'm over him now. <laughs> We're going to pray for you, Jason. <laughs> somehow you start making good decisions. Because, Lord Jesus in I heaven. I mean, everything about Rose looks like a bad decision. Don't nothing about her look like no good decision. There's no reason for him to be like this. It's like a waste of talent. <laughs> I quit. <laughs> I quit. He's, oh, my God. He's actually good. He's like a good fighter. Yeah. Right? Just... He just obsessive with stupidity. It's just wild. No well, don't forget when he met when he met Don. He tried to hit on her. He's got no taste in nothing. Yeah. <laughs> All right, let's cut it oh here my God. before yeah. before the podcast ends with us like and like what was that show? The Sopranos <laughs> with like mid sentence. Oh my god. So yeah, uh live viewers, can't wait to see you again next week. Can't wait yeah. to see Gar again next week. Oh Have my a good god, one. he's gonna be kicking Cadmus ass. Did you see that still for the next episode? Yeah. Woo, I cannot wait. Yes. Using some of that training because yeah. Rachel's having a hard time picking up the hand to hand, mm-hmm. but Gar was getting it down. Remember he, how he they were able to put a foot in Jason's ass. Now remember how.
how they were saying it wasn't a good idea for a dick to train the kids. Guess you were wrong because look who's beating ass next episode. Okay, whatever. <laughs> hey, you have a dangerous <laughs> life. Your kids need to not be out here being powerless targets. Gave That's them the some freaking karate lessons and some vegetables. I don't want to hear no more complaining <laughs> about it. He's going to whip somebody's ass. He's going to turn to a tiger and eat somebody. And they're going to be like, Let's yep, go. that's what daddy told him to do. Let's go. <laughs> <laughs> I can't wait though. Okay. Oh god! Imagine crypto and a tiger playing by best side and all fours. Dying. We have to leave you, but only yes. reluctantly, audience. Only yes, reluctantly. yes. Relu- I swear to God. <laughs> Next time I will bring my charger, so we'll have that extra thirteen minutes we usually have. But like. I don't know. As soon as I got here, I opened my computer and it was fully charged. And then it just started rapidly. <laughs> the battery started rapidly going, and I was like, "Whoa, dear!" I so, mean, yeah. I had a blue screen of death, and I hadn't had one of those since 1999. Today was a day. Okay, yeah. Rachel, get out of my computer. I'm sorry we didn't talk about you a lot. You were only in one scene. Yeah. All right. We'll see you guys next week. <laughs> Bye. <laughs> Bye. Bye.